Hello, how are you? And welcome to the latest episode of Two Peas in a Ball. This is episode three. Hope you've had a good weekend. Hope you've enjoyed the action in the WSL and in the Conte Cup uh, in the past few days. As always, my twin sister and uh, uglier version is here with me. Rusha, hello. Objection, Your Honour. Objection. Overruled! Mm. Hi, how Hi. are we? Yeah, good. Um, shall we start with... Um, Chelsea the final yeah the final the Conti Cup final it was the 11th uh, competition of the Conti Cup final I've got something interesting to tell you about it in just a minute but let's talk about the game uh, so far because I mean I was there it was outstanding what Manchester City did in the second 45 minutes of that game because in the first 45 minutes Chelsea were what Chelsea are an outstanding football team what did you think of the highlights well, I've got a confession. You've not watched it. Well, actually, just due to the cause I've been moving house right now, it's been hectic. <laughs> but I was in the car and I had talk spot on, so I heard the commentary. Did you hear me? I did, I heard you. I heard was you. there, I was mm-hmm. there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's what I did. So, <laughs> I felt like you got a good insight. But from what you were saying, the first half, it was like, say, were terrible. But here they bounced back and absolutely smashed it, so... Joke's on yous. The joke is not on me, because I actually said there was going to be an upset. And I don't think it is much of an upset because Manchester City were only ruled out of winning the league last season, two weeks before the end of the season. They were that good last season, right? Mm -hmm. They were above Arsenal and they had a very strong, very fit football team. And then this season they were so bad because they they were without six of their key starting 11. Chloe Kelly's still not back. She was the assist queen of the WSL last season. That's correct. Lucy Bronze wasn't there. Steph Houghton wasn't there. Number one keeper Ellie Roebuck wasn't there. I'm definitely missing a few. But somebody who knows all too well about not having his best starting 11 is Gareth Taylor. But Emma Hayes didn't have her best starting 11 on the weekend as well. Erin mm-hmm. Cuthbert, who you rant and rave about. Yep. Absent from the squad. Frank Kirby, Jesse Fleming, Melanie LaPauls and Magdalena Eriksson. Also absent from Chelsea's team, but that's football. This is it. And at the end of the day, a cup final, anything can happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, that makes it more exciting that Chelsea are dominating the first half, but then, you know, City come back and win it. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've made this up, but I did read it online today uh, on Instagram that Luke Pauls is pregnant. So it's Stop. not long COVID is pregnant. Yeah, so that's great news for her, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she? Sure. Well, oh, I'm wow. not just spouting this. I don't know the girl, but <laughs> I did see that online today. Oh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations yep. to her. I mean, that's, yeah, you're going to have to miss the cup final for that. That's it's it. a, it's that's a lovely, it. It's lovely news though. Um, She's a babe. She's a total fit fox, man. Like, I, I was playing Snog Marie Avoid at the game with Flo Lloyd Hughes the other day. Right. Um, And I, you know, I was like, definitely snogging Melanie LaPaul's. Right, okay. And then I was marrying Guido Wrighton. I'm probably not, not allowed to play this game, so... Yeah, it's fine. You don't yeah. have to play it because you'll okay. probably get dumped. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean, that's lovely news. So Melanie LaPaul's possibly pregnant. Rusha might be making that up. <laughs> Apparently, um, she's going to name the baby Conti. Baby Conti. Conti Cup. <laughs> baby Hayes. Right, moving on. Baby Chelsea. Moving on. Chelsea's a baby. Let's stay focused. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to Manchester City. I wanted to ask you, who, who's got a better team? Right, looking at those both starting 11s on Saturday night, who had the better squad? It's a tough one. It's two quality teams. There's so, so much quality throughout both squads. So, yeah, 
I don't know. I'd like to handpick a couple of players from both teams, but yeah, I can't really do that. But yeah, there's it's a frightening, frightening squads. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to pick. I'm going to sit on the fence here. Caroline Weir, mm-hmm. she's Scottish. Would like to claim that we know her, but we don't. No, I don't know her. Just know of her. Doing some scary but things again. In the mental, time. yeah. She's what a talent she is. She's absolutely unreal. Um, scored a double again. Scored a double again. But she just always pops up big moments and scores big goals. So. But yeah, she's quality, quality player. In the, in the first half, she couldn't get a sniff. Rish, like she. That's football, though. Like, but you just need to keep going. You just keep going, and like she did, she keeps going, and then she she comes up with it with the goods. It's a massive win for Manchester City, considering what happened uh, at the start of their season. Uh, Ellen White doing what she does. She was part of the uh, the scorers as well at the weekend. Um, yeah, honestly, Rish, there was twenty minutes of that game where I think it was sixteen shots on target. Three of them were goals. Right. They got that right. relentless. Right, okay. Like it started mm-hmm. and then they didn't know how to stop. Yeah. And Chelsea were starting to crumble around them. The communication broke down. They were, their heads were up their arses at one point. It, I mean, you wonder if not... Chelsea, have they switched off? Have they went in going, right, we are, we are winning this, we are dominating. Sometimes half time can just kill you. Maybe they've come out a wee bit relaxed and then City have obviously went into their changing room, Gareth Taylor's put a rock up their backsides and they've came out and absolutely smashed them. I'd like so, to know what he said in that half time yeah. talk because it was obviously quite inspirational. Um, I've seen the celebrations at the end and he was obviously at the centre of it so he must have said something good. Yeah, we will know soon. I will find out, Gareth. Text him. I will find you. Um, oh, there's something I was going to say. Oh my gosh, did you see the handball? The Sophie Engel handball? I'm not. Do you know what? I'm going to watch the highlights. I'm oh going to do God. it tonight. I know I should have done it before this, but I'm going to go home and watch the highlights. If there were ever a handball, it goes very similar to that of Leah Williamson against Chelsea. And they got their they got their karma that time. Right. It was, it was, they got one back, to be fair. But uh, yeah, the, it was Lauren Hemp that smacked the post. Mm-hmm. The ball bounced out. Demi Stokes then mm-hmm. belted it. Right. And Sophie Engel went, oh, oh did she, I'm yeah. just going to start playing mm-hmm. handball. Put both hands up. Right. And the ref was like, play on, everyone. Everyone yeah. just, just play on. I'm like, oh, how did you not see that? Or did you see it? But how did you not give that? It's yeah, just, it, yeah. it becomes embarrassing. You don't know. I don't know what the refs are thinking. Would they, would they look back now and go, yeah, I got that wrong? I'm not sure. She got it wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, I don't know how to be a referee. And I don't know the best tactics when it comes to football, but I know that was a handball. Yeah. Two yeah. hands up in the air. Well, maybe she'd have coupon on. So, yeah, well done to Manchester City. What does this mean when it comes to their league campaign? Because this will galvanise them. Yeah. Um, and they're only seven points from Chelsea, you know? Yeah, look, I don't really see them messing up many more games. I think, as a, the, how many games left? Seven, eight? Seven, seven or eight? Yeah. Seven, yeah. I don't really see them um, dropping many points. I think they'll finish third. I think they're firing. They've got experienced players back. They've found the rhythm. This cup final is going to... They're going to be buzzing. They're going to be ready to crack on with the league. So I really do... I could see them finishing third now. When you think about Chelsea, they've got three games in hand. Arsenal are now eight points clear. Seven or eight points clear it is, isn't it? So yeah. it's not as easy, though, for Chelsea to go out and get nine points, especially when they're maybe missing some key players due to sickness and COVID. A couple of injuries, pregnancies hidden there. Um... How do you think they're going to do with the league? Right now, I would rather be Arsenal. You've got the points on the board. You've got that. You've got that gap. You've created that gap. Yes, Chelsea have got games in hand, but they need to go out and play the games. Mm-hmm. They might be on a bit of a downer after the cup final. Um, but I'd definitely rather be Arsenal. Arsenal have obviously got Champions League coming up again soon, so 
Will they be tired from that? I don't know, but that's why they'll be happy that they've got the points on the table. Chelsea are playing catch up. The pressure's on Chelsea right now, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's. You, look, Chelsea will be going, well, we've got them games in hands. You know, it's okay, but again, it's a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, so it's easy to say. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say we've got three games in hands, but you need to win them. It's three games. If it was one, you're going, fine, free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll see. It's a lot of catch up. I said I had something interesting to tell you about the, the Conti Cup. Do you have any idea what the prize money is for Manchester City from winning the cup at the weekend? Not got a clue. Do you know what the FA Cup prize money is? We've spoke about this before, but I've got... Uh... It's 25,000. Right. right. And it got up? Did it not get up? Not yet. They're That's planning to significantly, right. significantly increase mm-hmm. it next calendar year. Right. But they've not said to how much they're going to increase it. Um, but the Conti Cup, funnily enough, the actual figure isn't hasn't been disclosed by mm-hmm. the FA. So I'm thinking if the FA Cup's 25,000, also the Conti Cup you have to pay to... You have to like pay to play it. Really? Yeah. A wow. lot of it is, is not funded. So a right. lot of the clubs have, you know, paid their own mm-hmm. transport, etc., for the competition to happen. Um it is it is it is scary to think what the actual prize money might be. And I, I know a journalist who I spoke to and I, I said to her just before the game, I said, Do you know what the prize money is for the Conti Cup? She said, Actually, I've been in touch with the FA about it and they're refusing to tell me. Right. What does that make you think it might be? It's probably like two grand or something. Mm. Shambolical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who really knows? I don't know unless they're keeping it all to themselves and they're going to come out with a big fancy number and go, ha, see, we're fucking class. Yeah. But yeah, I don't imagine it being much if the FA Cup's woeful. The Conti Cup is, you know, and that's just your La Cup, you know. It's not like a big, the FA Cup's obviously a huge deal. I wouldn't mind winning the Conti Cup myself, but, you know, mm-hmm. the FA Cup is obviously a lot bigger. So, yeah, I don't really think it would be quite, quite big stakes you know I think from working personally I think for working in men's football just now but obviously being so passionate and working in women's football but so much of so many problems right now in the men's side of the game come down to money and how much there is and how this player doesn't you know weigh up to the price tag that they should uh, and how you know Man City have spent this much money so they should be good at football but Manchester United spent this much in their pish and you know everybody's got a problem and everybody comes back to how much money's spent. Chelsea, with what's going on at the club at the moment, the men were given the grace because of the situation with Roman Abramovich and the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel the women were given that grace period mm. going into this game. You know that it can't, it could affect maybe their their psyche. You know their how they feel about contracts. Where are they going to be? Chelsea might not have the blank check that they had. You know, under Roman Abramovich, he is still the owner of the club. He's not been sanctioned and they've not sold the club yet. Yep. So um, we wait and see what's going to happen there. But I do look and say everybody who attended that game at Plough Lane at the weekend on Saturday night, it was 9,125. I mm-hmm. think that's what the capacity of the stadium is and that's how many people were there. It was unbelievable. Nobody was there for, like, you know, this is a massive win for the team and this does wonderful things when it comes to... Manchester City an investment or Chelsea investment not really like they need it but everyone's there fully just to support the women's game to support their team the atmosphere was unbelievable and it's just it's such a growing prospect the women's game I, I love it I love it so much you are such a fangirl now aren't so you so weird it's quite creepy it's a bit creepy but it's great like, I, I, I want you to be more into it like, I want no you to... the growth of the women's game is amazing it is great to see and it's only going to get better. So but that's, I want you to care more as well when I it think comes when, to money. Like, when you step away and you're not as involved, when you're not playing, 
I think when you step away from that side, you will you'll be pushing for it more. But just because we're in it right now, you're you're focused on your your training each week. You're training like every day, five six days a week. So you're focused on that, and then you've got your game. So like you've not really got time. You've got you've got your life going on outside the football. Currently moving house, all that. So oh my it's God, a lot. Crime here, if I'm I know. Kidding. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> I've got to clean the flares and all that and all. Like <laughs> so, I've not got time to be. Feed you know cat. me, but I can't even count. So how am I going to count money? Or any of that cast, do you know what I mean? That's just not my gig. No. But I think it's great. You know, people have got different passions in life. And I think that's great why you're now a newbie and you've got this passion. Yeah. And you're wanting to fight for it. That's great. But we're all fighting different battles, Cass. We are. And it is, it's up to me to use my platform, yeah. as they say, and and, uh, and enjoy it. Actually, I was in work today. Remember like about a month ago or five weeks ago, the FA prize money had come up and I was invited on to... Uh, Jim White and Simon Jordan yeah. on TalkSport. Which, to be fair, I go on quite a bit and I preview the WSL and what's coming up. We, we speak about different yeah. talking points. Quite often I get invited on when something chaotic comes up about women um, and the lack of pay in the women's game. Mm-hmm. And then you go on and then Simon Jordan, uh, you know, the voice of God is what some people seem to think Simon is, yeah. um, will Wait, tell like, you why you're wrong and why women don't deserve to be yeah. equal mm-hmm. pay and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I saw him work today. Mm-hmm. Um, we clashed that day a little bit, but yep. we, we enjoyed the conversation. Yep. I felt okay after it. I mm-hmm. got abuse on Twitter for being like a stupid, emotional wee lassie and blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Um, and, it, he, and Simon was like, oh, hell, Simon. You know, yeah. what usually yeah. happens. Yeah. But since that conversation with him that day, I came away and I was like, when in future, if I'm having that chat with him on that show, I shouldn't get so emotional about it yeah. because it's not, it's not for him to agree to yeah. make anything better or worse. Yeah. Like... Simon's not invested in women's football yeah. the way I am. Yeah. You know, like I'm not invested in boxing and women in boxing the way he is, yeah. you know. But my point is what I'm trying to say. Every time I have to have these conversations, I'm not going to not say that women don't deserve that. Yeah. Because I have watched women like yourself, like Katie, not as long, nearly, like Christy, who yeah. we saw at the weekend, like Beats, yeah. like Emma Mitchell, who's mm-hmm. now a baby. There's so many people... Like, Kim Little, so many people we've known for such a long time who are still just smashing it out, but they're Mm -hmm. never going to have, not like they want that money or they're fighting for that equal pay, but they're never going to have what they fully deserve or what I think they deserve because what they've done for the growth of the women's game. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, it depends, does that open up another can of worms, that argument? Because you could look at people like, okay, Katie and Kim Little, for example, they're probably earning very good money. Yeah, it's nothing compared to what the men get, but that's fine. I don't think they really want that either. I don't think they're comfortable. Yeah, they're not. They're not out campaigning for that. Yeah, I've not uh met a women's footballer Mm. actually campaigning for Uh equal pay. I don't. I'm not campaigning campaigning for equal pay, but I don't need a man who -hmm. doesn't care about the game to tell me that women don't deserve that. Why are you shouting at me? I'm just. I'm I'm just. I'm on my period. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I was saying, like so you in in the women's game right now, people could argue it's the same the men, but men's, but in the women's game, there's like a, a drastic difference between salaries from the, the clubs at the top end of the table to your clubs at the lower end, do you know? Yeah. So I think that has to get better. And I think that's probably, for me, I think that's something that I would be more passionate about because maybe it's because it affects me more. Yeah. Because I'm in the lower end of the club, so I'm I'm let out there picking pennies up off the street, putting out <laughs> wage packet, Punt, do you know what I mean? Punting your arse. <laughs> trying to punt your arse. If you, you can not I know. <laughs> <laughs> you uh-huh. getting up back. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I know. I appreciate that. But prize money, I think, if, if say, 
say it was Aston Villa who mm-hmm. won the FA Cup or who won the Conti Cup yep. on Saturday, shall we say. And then you get your bonus and that would have been about 100 quid. I'm like, oh, what the f- I'm going to put that 100 quid, Casper. <laughs> I'm going up to the pee hen and get myself a wee water and ice cube. That's about it. Yeah. That is all you really get yeah. for a water in St Albans. It's about 100 quid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyway, I have to say again, Manchester City, outstanding. They were yeah. just brilliant to watch that second 45 minutes of the game. They deserve to win. So Chelsea. all I'm taking away for this is you are now a Man City fan. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, till yeah. next week. I'm a Manchester City fan for the women. Mm-hmm. But not for Manchester City men. Oh, I like the men. You're right. just brainwashed. You're brainwashed from your husband, though. That's it. Money can do a lot in yeah. this world. <laughs> uh, and Pep Guardiola has had that luxury. <laughs> you know, Manchester United <laughs> haven't had that luxury. Right. They're so poor. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I, I refuse to even... I've spoke about Manchester United men today to blue in the face. Yeah. And I've actually given up no positivity. Aye, they're absolutely... They needed like a re... What's that? A reinvention? Yeah. Aye, they need to be... Somebody goes in and goes right through... Right through casting away, works away way through every little nook and cranny in that building. Yeah. And they need some... I don't know, Cass. Maybe they'll just need to get a new job. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's, I think, I think it's, the, it's the worst Manchester United team that's ever happened. The culture's gone. That's yeah. it. You look at the ex-players ex- players like... Your Kinos and your Nevels and they're furious, the passion, but the other players don't have that right now. So anyway, but moving on. Moving on. Um, okay, what was I going to talk to you about? Shall we go to... You want to go to your game first? Yeah, or... let's do it. Let's, let's, let's get, get, get out of the way. Um, okay, so Aston Villa now, Brighton won. Yep. Now going into this game, I'm looking at Brighton's form. I'm looking at Villa's form. I'm like, okay, it's fairly exes. Um but it didn't quite happen for Aston Villa. And I feel that it could have. I feel it could have. Yeah, it's a frustrating one. Um, we're all gutted again. It's another, another game. We've got no points on the table there. So it's so frustrating. Um, Brighton, in fairness to them, I think they had a few weeks off. And obviously we've played a, a bit more football from them. So I think, you know, we, we should be probably in a bit more of a better flow yeah. than they are. But, you know, they came out all guns blazing. I thought actually the first 15, 20 minutes... Um, they were actually causing us a good bit of trouble um, near the end of the first half. I think we kind of settled, started playing a bit better, and then obviously we conceded the goal in what the 20, 28th minute yeah. from a set piece. Again, frustrating set piece. We don't like to concede goals in. Um, going forward, we were getting better, but I don't really feel like we've created many clear cut chances. So it's really disappointing. Um, and we can only apologise to all the fans, but we are doing our best, and we hope that you know we can. Uh, stay strong and hopefully turn things around yeah but credit to Brighton you know they made it difficult you know that like I said they came out firing and they said I'd done the damage and we couldn't you know we couldn't reply it was a it's a big three points as them for that yeah. as well because had you won the game yeah, you would have gone yeah. you know level so it's every single game now for Aston Villa all seven of them are so crucial because yeah. it's not as if you want to just avoid relegation which you're doing at the moment it's going mid-table. It's, it's, it. it's, it's not what any of us wanted. We want to be going, right, we can be... It's, look, it's easier said than done, we know that. And the WSL is a hard league, it's difficult. But we would love to finish 6th, 5th, 6th. That would be unreal. Yeah. But right now, you know, it looks like it's getting further and further away. But we still want to get as many points on the board as we can. We don't want to just be sitting above the relegation battle. We want to be a wee bit more clear. We want yeah. more points on the table. Absolutely. Um, Jill Scott. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. She's just everywhere. She's yeah. dynamite. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's the sheer class and experience. Yeah. You yeah. know, she's mm-hmm. just 
uh, if, when you when you're just watching her play, I'm like, this girl knows exactly what yeah. she's doing. She uh-huh. knows the game. Yeah, she, she knows it, yeah. how it's mm-hmm. happening, um, and that's really impressive. Another person I'm quite into, Mira Sailing. Mira Sailing. Mira Sailing. Yeah. That's what Sarah. Yeah, looks Sarah is a, a great player. She's quite probably doesn't get a lot of credit. Um, she takes she's a lot been of chances. In... I think she's brave. She's like you know even kind of outside the box sometimes. She's like, I'm going to make a dig. I'm going to go for it. Well, we all know that, and I think other other teams know that. Like she's got a great. Uh, right foot on her she's yeah. got a great delivery um, it's such a weapon such a threat um, and it's funny um, just where the positions we're in right now the two of us are kind of coming up on the edge of the box and we're like wanting to get the ball to break and it actually broke for her um, on Sunday she had a great strike but oh. um, keepers made a good save keeper it's did funny. make a me good save me and her save, are t- try to tackle each other to get shots on goal <laughs> but, um, no Sarah's great everyone everyone in the team like really values her and I think if she keeps doing what she's doing, like she could play for. Not that I want this to happen, because obviously we want all our good players at Villa, but she could go and play at a higher level. I still think. Yeah. Yeah. No, she she's a talent. Yeah. And she she did have some moments that just didn't quite come to fruition at the weekend, but Villa could have been in a different position had she found the back of the net. Yeah. Um. Yep. So yeah, unlucky. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is football. Brighton won Aston Villa nil, and also Manchester United doing a 4-0 over Leicester City as well. A bad day for them at the office, but Manchester United, like we say, just going from strength to strength. Yeah, seeing that, Katie Zellum to two goals from corners. Wow, And she yeah, scored one the other week, so that's free. It's obviously something she's been practising, it's something that she can do. That actually going back to Villa, that's where we have strengths like that, like Sarah and Mazpacheco can whip a ball right in on the goal. Um, and obviously United, Brighton actually done it too. They set a block our keeper so they could block Hannah Hampton. You know, they make it hard for the keeper. So putting balls right in the areas is so dangerous. But yeah, fair play to Katie Zellum. She's absolutely whipped them right in and they go straight in the goal. So yeah, credit to her. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully she doesn't do too many more, especially against us. <laughs> uh, Reading, uh, Tottenham Hotspur ended in a 0-0 draw. And uh, that's, that's a, that'll be disappointing for for re, um for. What's her chops, Rianne Skinner? Look, before the game, I couldn't call it because the teams are, look, Redden are very organised. Uh, their coaches have got them well drilled too and um, Spurs do the exact same. Couldn't call it before the game. I actually seen some of the highlights on Sky earlier. Maybe I'm wrong, but the highlights looked like it was uh, more Spurs causing Redden problems. It's just Manchester so, United going ahead on goal difference at the moment. The, right. The, they've got very weird similarities, actually, Spurs and United. Very weird because they've both played 15 games, they've both won eight games, they've both drawn four, they've both lost four, three, sorry, and they're both on 28 points, but Manchester United have 17 goals, whereas Spurs have eight. Yeah. Are they over-reliant mm-hmm. on the likes of Rachel Williams to Probably, finish? I think that's United, you know, they've got a few players that can chip in the goals in a few areas of the pitch, so... Yeah, I think that's something Spurs would look to start improving, especially going into next season. I'm sure Rianne Skinner will be looking to, you know, get get more goals on the table across, you know, different positions, people chipping in. But, look, it's, it's hard right now. It's a hard league. We, we can't buy a goal right now. So I'm not, <laughs> not going to slate anyone here. <laughs> I'm not asking you to slate anyone. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's just that, that, that spot, that third-place spot right now is getting tight. Tight, tight, tight. Because uh, Manchester City, of course, they still have two games in hand. They're on 23 points at the moment. They are chomping at the bit. Right, are you saying City are finishing third? Are you going to bottle it? Because let's put a wee bet on here then. I think City will finish third. Oh, are you going for it? Right, that's I boring. think so. Yeah, that, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me at all. The way they played at the weekend, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no more upsets. No more BS. City need to keep doing more stuff like that because their team's getting stronger. 
Yeah. That's the difference, you know. The, yeah. the, the Vicky Lasada wasn't even playing at the weekend. She, took, she, a, she took a knock. Oh, right. What is yeah. a knock? You yeah. know, a couple of weeks you're back. Yeah. You know, nothing. The, the, Chloe Kelly ain't even back yet. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't it's know if she'll be back for the end of the season or not. Will she wait yeah. and come back next season? I don't actually know. Um, but yeah, Jess Park the... didn't even go on. That that yeah. part is frightening. Watching her. Oh, she's a, a young talent. Yeah, she's got a massive future in the game ahead of her still. Yeah. So I do look at player for player. I think Manchester City are stronger than Spurs. Mm-hmm. And Manchester United. You know, I love United. Like I, I think they're a very mm-hmm. strong team. But I just think what I saw from Manchester City in the flesh on Saturday would have had that edge over what I saw with Manchester United yeah. against Arsenal the week before. I do think United will get there, but I don't think they're there yet. Okay. But it'll come with time. It'll come with time. Okay. No. And the other game we saw on Sunday, which was nice because we all went along to, to Boreham Wood, to Meadow Park, uh, a family outing to watch Katie. Uh, it was Arsenal against Birmingham. Yep. Uh, it ended Arsenal for Birmingham too. Yep. But what's interesting is that Arsenal were 3-0 up and then it went 3-1, and then it went 3-2 to Birmingham at 80 minutes. And I I was next to you, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what are they doing here? And it yeah. was like Arsenal decided to just kind of clock off, take a little tea break in the middle of the game. But the minute you switch off, Birmingham can be dangerous. Look, that's it. I think Arsenal, though, I think Jonas had made quite a few different changes. He had. And that disrupts the rhythm of the game. So... Um, Arsenal have clearly switched off and, you know, credit to Birmingham. They've got two goals back. They'd have been hoping they could have kept it at that and, you know, got maybe a chance at the end. They'd have been going, let's get big Luke one up here, stick it on our head. Uh, but, look, Arsenal, are, they can turn it on when they need to and they, they, they've sort of just got through um, Birmingham and they've got another. So I think there was, obviously for that, that second or two, you're going, oh, what if, what if? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think they were ever really in doubt. Um, Arsenal done what they need to do. I don't really think they get out of third gear if I'm being honest um, but that's what happens when you're playing Birmingham you know they create a low block they make it difficult for teams they're well drilled under uh, Darren Carter and Marcus Bignot so you know, credit to credit to Birmingham I don't really think they, they crumbled they kept that they, they tried to stick to the task but Arsenal are sort of firing again and yeah I think credit to Arsenal they've Do done the job so you're thinking the league is Arsenal's Chelsea second Ooh, I'm still too scared to see it I don't know you have to say it. I know. I don't even know what I've said at the start of the season. I think I said Chelsea. I think you did. Or did I? And then I think I said, no, I said Arsenal at the start and then I think I was swaying towards Chelsea. Uh, so I can't really clarify what's what I've actually said. So, But <laughs> right now I'm going to go... Oh, am I going to go with Arsenal? Am I going to do it? If you want your dinner tomorrow. I'm going to go with Arsenal because I think they're in a, a good position right now. And... Um, Chelsea are playing catch up, but yeah, Chelsea have got the games in hand. But oh, just oh it's God, a tough get ask. Off the it's a fence, tough man. ask. <laughs> Arsenal get Champions League too. Oh, who really knows? Chelsea are out of the Champions League. Aye, but Arsenal will then get games, so they're going to be playing football. And they make tired from midweek games. They get Wolfsburg next. That's it's a massive. bad season for Emma Hayes. That's a bad season. To be second in the league at this stage, to lose. I mean, she'll be fine up. with that. She'll not be panicking at that. Obviously, she'll be hurting. Being at Champions League like that will really of oh to lose that cup final she will be furious. Mm-hmm. But this is you know she's going to be going well we are winning this league now we are nothing's going to get in our way of winning this league. That's true. But whereas Arsenal still have the quarterfinals yeah. of the Champions League which they can't yeah. they can't settle for anything less than their best. You know Arsenal when they want to be in Europe then you've got to be 
got to be going for it. Like Jonas has got to be prepping for that game. I'm sure he is. We've seen it at the weekend. Like who he was playing. That's probably his team going forward. Um, Wolfsburg are quality too. It's going to be such a difficult game. But I just looking forward oh, to it. It's exciting though. Yeah. Not long. I think it's the 25th of March. Is that it's game? In the next couple of weeks, isn't it? So I'll yeah. Read that up. yeah. 25th of March. I know. 23rd of March. 23rd of March. I think March. it is. March. Going for March. It's March. Sometime. Absolutely March. It's March. March. Uh, yes. By the way, you're right. You're right about Melanie LePaul. She's yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Congratulations, hon. Chelsea midfielder Melanie LaPose has announced she's pregnant and will miss the remainder of the season. LaPose, 27, has been with the club for two years after signing from Bayern Munich. Oh, hon. That's so cute. Baby Chelsea, born in the summer. <laughs> um, okay, by the way, guess what day it is? Um, 7th of March. Yeah, but we're releasing this on the 8th of March. So right. Guess what day it is? 8th of March. It's the 8th of March. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound that busy it? to me. What day is <laughs> um, today's International Women's Day. Oh, is that today? Right, it is. Aye. I've done a couple of bits for that, but what did you do? I'm actually um, a few interviews over the weeks, but it's one of those when people ask me, "What's it like being a woman?" Does it mean to you? And I'm like, I don't really know. It's just a day. Like, is that another thing you'll shout me? Should I be more buzzing? Should I be more passionate about this? I think use this moment mm-hmm. to maybe say if you feel proud about being a woman in sport and how you've been part of the yeah. journey of the women's game changing. Is that... Yeah, that's nice. That's dead nice. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Would you yeah. like to rephrase it somehow? I am dead proud of being a woman in sport <laughs> and how far the game has come and how far it's going to go. Who's the one woman in your life who's inspired you? See these questions and all, like, oh, it's all that. And then it's like, who is your favorite? Oh. I don't know, Cass, whatever. <laughs> I, there's many, many people. What is the one you know? woman, in, if you don't say mum, she will come. That's what I mean, my mum's great. My mum's a legend, but she didn't inspire me in football. So there's different people for different, you know, parts of life. Oh, God, on my ear. Right, um, give me one female footballer who you're like, fair play to her. There's too many. <laughs> It's just these stupid questions, aren't it? It is. Come on. Um, what's it like being a woman? Aye, it's great. Every bloody two weeks, sometimes ten days, I don't do a week, you have to shave your minge, then every... <laughs> <laughs> you get your periods, and then every other day, you're... Do you know what I mean? You, all that. So, aye, it's really good. <laughs> so true. <laughs> See? That's real talk. That's real talk. <laughs> And on that note, Risha, thank you so much for your company. Dead proud to be a woman. Up, <laughs> up the woman. Sometimes your boobs get really sore. No, mine don't. Well. I've never, ever got sore boobs on my periods. They don't even budge an inch. They don't even grow. <laughs> so that's one thing I'm, I should be grateful for. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, good luck in the next 10 days with your, your razor and yeah. your period. Okay, thanks for having me. Thanks for being a woman. Thanks for being on the pod as ever. This is two peas and a ball, and we'll see you next week. I'm on the birds.